Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pesky Hole Podcast, episode 106, trade deadline, right around the corner this week. Thank you guys for joining us. Joining me is someone you know far too well, someone I've brought on here too much. Shouldn't be on here as much. Don't worry, he'll he'll go away towards like the later months, and I'll just go f myself out. then. Yeah, you know please what? Do. Please do. I you rush can, home from my job. Hey, hey this isn't your, your this isn't your little PG channel, okay? You can swear here, okay? Well, fuck you then. <laughs> Adam Wright of the PG Fumble Ruski Podcast. Adam, say hello to the people. Hello to the people, and my my podcast is a family show. Mine is too for the thirteen and up families. No. Yes, we we escort Deshaun Watson out at the door. <laughs> we uh, at least at least on this on this podcast, I can legitimately say we tell Reese McGuire to keep it in the Walmart parking lot. So you know, there's there's standards yeah. here. There's still or, standards. or not to or not to use not to use the bathroom for too long at Polar Park. Yes. All right. Thank the God same one he's that down I in use. AAA. Remember, remember that time we traded for him, and we we're like, "Hey, this is the new Christian Vasquez. the The, the fans are going to love our new our new version of Christian Vasquez, a, a more a horny version of him." Yes, we we had a field day on that episode last year. That was a fun episode. I just can't see him the same way anymore. Like nope. that's all I think about. Even if even as he continues to actually hit decently mm-hmm. for that team, all I think about is that. Well, even even if you've like changed your life around and you're a good person, right? Those those kind of big mistakes he make will always still linger. You know what I mean? He he definitely could have completely changed himself. He could be a much better person now, which as there's been no repeat offenses, so I'm assuming he is, but still. That I that mean, just Who knows that what's it, happening you know, behind closed doors? Who knows what's happening in cars and Walmart parking lots anymore, but you know. Mm-hmm. He could be well, doing what every guy and their mother does. Actually, not their mother. <laughs> that, that's not possible. All right. That's where we're going to end that conversation. Adam, you got anything you want to say to the people about your podcast before we get started? Go follow it. It's a good podcast. We post every day about daily football content. And we post our, our stuff everywhere. And, um, yeah, we go over all of the latest in the NFL on our podcast, as well as give our own two cents. Um, and we also, over the summer, or just the offseason in general, we, get, we give a lot of, of different coverage. We do player rankings previewing the next season. We also do division previews going into the next season, how every team is going to stack up against each other. In a couple weeks, we have our NFL honors predictions, MVP, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive, all that kind of stuff. So we have some good stuff going on. Uh, we're getting into the fantasy football world yet again this season. So that's going to be fun. So definitely check us out. Fumble Ruski podcast. Yeah, my little sister was just asking about that yesterday. We bringing back the Fumble Ruski Fantasy League? I'm still figuring that out because it, yeah. it is a piece of work. I want to get a meeting among all the Fumble Ruski guys, including you, to talk about it. Because if we can all chip in, just the co-hosts, to do a no buy-in needed, then we're in because that's well, going to boost up our following. 
Yes, and I think that if we do it with uh, the 20, just stick it to 20, right? Just have one league, 20 people in it, and you just go, let's let's say each of us puts like 100 bucks in. First place gets 50 bucks, second place gets 30, third place gets 20. We call it good. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll talk. Yeah. This is uh, this is a conversation for off camera, but um, I feel matter. like if we each if we each put in twenty five bucks, then that then basically the whoever wins the league just gets a hundred bucks. No yes. buy in needed. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. And like if we do multiple leagues, it'll boost our following, and it'll also be if we all chip in, it won't be that much. So mm-hmm. this is a, this, again this is a conversation for off camera. We'll figure that out. But yeah, so we'll get something going. If you're interested in that, if you love your fantasy football, right, and I'm going to kick Adam's ass and, you know, and my little sister because she's been doing some shit talking about some fantasy football, even though, for a reminder, in that league last year, she came in dead last. Amber, how you doing? Okay. She was 20th out of 20. Terrible. And her name, her team name was Big Mac Jones. That's a league loser already. Yes, exactly. Right, so. We're Let's like five going. minutes into this already. Let's get into the actual Red Sox content. The people want Red the Red Sox, Sox content. People need their Red Sox content. Adam. We do this Indeed. for people. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna comment any further on that. Anyway, Red Sox haven't changed at all. Still hanging around the same place. Uh, Orioles leading the division right now. Tampa Bay Rays in second, only one game back, but still behind. Uh, Blue Jays are in third, five games back at 59 and 47. Then the Red Sox are two games back, barring the game that's going on right now, which we will keep updates on. The Red Sox go zero in the tenth, so now they got to have a runner on scoring position and try and get out of it. So it's not looking good. But right now they are fifty six and forty eight, and they are seven games back of the Orioles. Eight, eight games. Uh, eight. Sorry. Uh, eight games over five hundred. Thought you were eight games about to say seven games above five hundred. Seven, no, I said seven games back of the Orioles. Back of the Orioles, yeah. Which yeah. first place isn't going to happen, but first place isn't going to happen. But you know, can can we before we get into the wild card, can we just talk about how Tampa Bay absolutely fell off a cliff? They, I believe, they didn't have um, unless this recently changed. They've had only five wins in the month of July. Um, I they... believe they've only had five wins in the month of July. Yeah, I could be completely wrong on that, but uh, their last ten, they're four and six. They've let me been, check that, but yeah, but let's let me check that. You you keep talking though. They've been they've been absolutely terrible, so it's that's looking good for us. I think catching the Rays with the slump that they're in is extremely realistic. That means we don't have to even catch Toronto, who are only two games back of. That means we don't even have to catch Houston, who are two games back of. If just Tampa Bay keeps slumping and the Red Sox stay where they are, we're that last team in the wild card, which. You know Adam and I hate because we hate being just mid. We'd rather be terrible, you know, around where Detroit, Kansas City are, rather than being mid. And having the 15th pick in the draft and try and pray we find someone at the 15th pick. But right now the Red Sox are only two games back. They're se- they have seven wins in July. Seven wins in July. Out of what? 28 games? 20, 25. Or 25, yes. because the 25 All-Star. games. But they there's they have one game left to play, uh, yes. on like tomorrow. So, so you're so you're telling me at best they're going to end the month with at eight and eighteen record. Yeah, yeah. It's it's atrocious. They 
they they fumbled the bag, legitimately fumbled the bag. Not much more I could say about that. And honestly, we'll get into this, but it looks like the favorites in the AL is gonna be Houston. They're not not Houston, um, Texas. Um. Also, if I don't know if they can catch up with Tampa Bay, the Red Sox. I'm just saying because they're still only a game back of Baltimore. They're, that means the well, Red Sox are games. six games back of. Two games so back. If, if this if this collapse oh. just continues oh. and it turns into the 2011 Red Sox, then yeah, sure, th- they could catch them. But that's also pretty rare. It's it's there's a reason why that collapse in 2011 was so significant. The Adam, Red Sox Adam, were the best gotta... team in baseball for like three months and then just fell apart. Yes, Adam, you got to remember, 45 days ago, the Red Sox were 15 games back of the race. This yeah. wasn't that long ago. This is when we I started making content again. So less than two months ago, right? Shut up. Get, wipe that damn smirk off your face, okay? <laughs> we will throw hands. I'm just uh, Listen, I'm just glad you have a functioning podcast again and a laptop that works. Anyway. So, yeah, the Red Sox, it, it is legitimately possible. Even if that's not possible, it's still possible for the Red Sox to catch up to Toronto, which can happen in 72 hours where the Red Sox top Toronto. It can happen in 72 hours where the Red Sox can top both Toronto and Houston to be the second wild card spot. And right oh, now it's God. really between uh, – I'll, I'll give it to six teams right now. Uh, between Tampa, Houston, Toronto, Boston, New York, and the Angels. Seattle, mm, yep, nah, fifty-three and fifty-one. Nah, I'm call I'm calling them out. Let's say unless they go on a real hot streak, they're out. Uh, switching sides over really quick to the um, NL side. Right now, your division leaders are um, Atlanta, LA, and then Cincinnati and Milwaukee are both tied. Uh, wild card is San Francisco, uh, the one out of the two of Cincinnati and Milwaukee, and then Miami. Still in the hunt are really only three teams right now with the Cubs, Philly, and Arizona. And San Diego's five and a half back. Can The, the Padres spend all this money, same with the Mets, to both be four or five games under 500. Adam, are we in the time where... Buying the best team in baseball is dead. Are we in that time? Where buying is... We're, we're going out and spending all the money humanly possible to get the best team. Is that era dead? Because right now the top three teams in payroll are the Mets, the Padres, and the Yankees. None of those three are in the playoffs right now. Well, I don't think it's dead. I just think that it's been taken too far. Because I I don't know if you, maybe you don't remember, but the Red Sox earlier on in the last decade spent all the time. In fact, they were building their teams off of free agency, which Mm -hmm. it's hard to just throw an entire team together based off free agency and trades because you're just putting all these new faces together, throwing shit at at the wall and hoping it sticks. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work that way. You need to build up a core from the ground up and then fill in the holes with free agency. But when you have the Padres or the Yankees who are just throwing throwing shit together and hoping that something works out, that's not going to work out because it's you you have to you have to all be able to buy in, right? Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. that's what makes the 2013 Red Sox so significant 
That team was put together overnight, and somehow they all got along. They rallied around a tragedy, and they somehow managed to win the entire damn thing. Just cruised right through it. Yeah. No, it was. That real. it's that that whole thing is besides the point. But you get what I mean. It, it's a yes. it's an example of that because you just can't throw a team together and hope that everything's going to work out. Yes, those free agent signings need to be okay. I've developed a really good pitching staff, but they're missing a leader. So I'll go out and I'll spend $25 million per year on an ace to come in here and help these young guys that I've brought up through the system. Or my infield's doing really good. I need a shortstop, though. I'll go get this guy for $10 million a year who can really be the anchor guy. right? Those are the kind of free agents you need. It's not, okay, there's a position on the field. I'll go sign them in free agency. Farm system be damned. That guy yep. that's been in the minors for six years, go bend yourself over. Um, free agent, free agent, free agent, free agent, money, money, money. Yeah, you can't – it's not how not how the game works. Yeah, a great example of that is the late 2010s Red Sox. They had, mm-hmm. a good, they had a good core built up. It took them some time. They had a good core built up. Then they added in David Price, helped out a little bit. Still needed some more. They added in Chris Sale. They got – Craig Kimbrell, a new closer to replace Koji, who was aging. Koji Uyara. Exactly. And then you needed that one last piece to replace David Ortiz. You got J.D. Martinez. He's a great pair up with Mookie Betts out there. Everything all works out. But they didn't build it up from just nothing. They didn't throw in Pablo Sandoval, Hanley Ramirez, uh, uh, Christian Gonzalez. Christian Adrian Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Adrian Gonzalez. Jesus. Christian I, I Gonzalez is a cornerback for the Patriots. That, yeah. <laughs> I'm so wired on football. That. <laughs> Adrian, Adrian Gonzalez was one of the worst. Him and Pablo Sandoval. Salute Pablo Sandoval one time. Nope. World nope. Series champion. Salute Pablo Sandoval. Nope. Nope. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Hey, hey, he won a championship with the Braves, okay? He also broke a belt with the Red Sox. <laughs> Bro, that was, that uh, was let's so let's stick to the point here, though. Uh, that is the that is what's going on, and I think it's gone way too far. And yep. they're not just paying a lot of money; they're paying it over a long period of time, mm-hmm. which is the worst thing you could possibly do because you're only playing for these few years. the long The long contract is just to get them in the door. So, yes. like, you have Xander Bogarts. He's under contract with the Padres for 11 years now. Mm-hmm. Do they expect him to produce 11 years from now? Absolutely not. They expect no. him to produce in the next two to three years. And the 11, like, the extra seven seven to eight years, that was mostly just to get a, get his foot in the door so that they could win a championship, and then they deal with all the, all the crap that they have to deal with after when they get there. Well, no, I, I, I would, I think you're over exaggerating numbers a little bit. I would say more along the lines of they expect him to be a productive shortstop for six years, and then those other five years, it's like okay, we got to bite the bullet on it. It's going to be the same with the end of Trout's contract. It's going to be the same with this insane deal that Shohei's going to get. And these these guys aren't just going to retire and leave hundreds of millions of dollars on the board. No, they'll go back to their teams, and their teams will either be really bad. And they'll be just sitting and being a being a face for the team, not really doing anything, just being a face, a la Miguel Cabrera. Or they'll go and they'll play in the minors 
and they'll be one of the most expensive minor leaguers of all time, or they'll get DFA'd. Either one, you know, and they're okay with that as long as they have a good long career till they're you know thirty five, and they're good, and they they still have. Think about that. Your your career starts to peak at or starts to decline at thirty five, and you still have another two hundred million dollars sitting on the table. Also depends on the position. You got Xander Bogarts, who's a shortstop, so he'll probably last till maybe thirty three. Hmm. Yeah, uh, we got to move on. Uh, some guys that we need to talk about. Okay, a few Red Sox guys. Then we'll get into the big Scherzer trade. I know there's a few other trades that we're gonna not talk about as much, but hey, we're Red Sox fans. We could we couldn't really give a shit about any other people who go other places. So um, first guy is Alex Verdugo. Nothing has been confirmed that he's on the market. There's just some rumors out there. And this happened during the Baltimore series. He was asked about dealing with a trade. And his response was, quote, honestly, I don't care. I don't care. Whatever happens, happens. I really don't care about that stuff. I'm here playing. I'm with the Red Sox. I thought the same thing when I was with the Dodgers. I thought I would get traded and I ended up getting traded. This isn't the first time you feel like once you got traded, you don't care. You just don't care. I want to stay with the Red Sox. I want to be here. But at the end of the day, it's a business. And all I have to do is go out and play. I separate the game and the business. That's the right attitude to have? I I, I would want a little bit more fight out of him. Of, of just like, of just like, look, if, if, it, if, if, if this team's going to trade me, then fine. That This team's going to trade me. But I want to stay with this team. I want to win something with this team. I want to prove something to this team. That's exactly That's what he said. He said well, he's he said, he's listen, really, I, I want to stay, but if if I get traded, I get traded. I mean, it's nothing. I mean, he personal. barely said that. He said it in like a sentence. He said, I want I want to stay with the Red Sox. I want to be here. Exactly. It. All, all it takes is one sentence to make a statement. Adam Wright famous quotes. It takes one sentence to make a statement. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's that it's that it's that. <laughs> Dumb of a statement that all you have to say is, I want to stay with the Red Sox. That's all you have to say. Of course he wants to stay. So good. But he also can't take it personally. He, mm-hmm. he, again, he's been traded before from the Dodgers to the Red Sox. So he's probably just trying to trying to keep the expectations at a at a level at a middling level. In what can legitimately be one of the worst trades of all time, depending on how Mookie does. Not saying that Verdugo's done bad. But just the difference between what Verdugo is going to do with uh, with the Dodgers in what, or with what Mookie's going to do with yeah, the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Here. I mean, he's he's yeah, basically just another Andrew Benintendi, but a mm-hmm. uh, little little better. But yes, yeah, they're around the same level, pretty much. Yes, yeah, but one, I, I I agree with you. One's better, but they're very they're really not far off. Just mm-hmm. saying. Okay, this is all besides guy. the points again. That that one I only wanted to brush up on because. It's only rumors and stuff. Uh, apparently, there have been talks between the Phillies and the Red Sox for Adam Duvall. And if we go back and we check Adam Duvall's stats, he's blown this year. And that's saying it kindly. Okay, I so disagree. let's go in. But we'll, we'll, we'll continue. I said I, I disagree. Well, he's, we'll, we'll continue. He, uh, He's turned it around. I'll say that because before he was batting like close to Kike numbers. Now he's back up to about 260. Not at all. Uh, two- he, I mean, 
He had a high batting average when the season started. Then it went down, but then it's gone up again. 261 yes. average, 871 OPS, nine home runs. I mean, I still don't really know why we signed this guy after the atrocious it's... season he had with the Braves last year, but, you know. Oh, by the way, oh. this is a, basically a career year for him at this point. Yes, but that's not saying much. Exactly. So they got some value out of a kid who's who hasn't always been the best player. So if they trade him away, then and get some significant prospects out of it, which the market has for prospects has gotten pretty good, very mm-hmm. economical. If you trade this veteran and you get some good young players out of it, this is a this that's a player I, I could sell. You could talk me mm-hmm. into that. Yes, I I would be fine with it too. And there's one prospect that I know the Phillies have. That I'm not sure they'd be willing to give up uh, if I can find him. Yes. Uh, this guy named Mick Abel is looking like he's, I believe he's a, I could be wrong on this. I believe he's a top 30 prospect, uh, 21 years old in the Phillies uh, minor league system. I believe he's with the double A right now uh, with a 4-6 ERA, but he's only 21. What did you say his name was? Mick Abel. He's their number two prospect. Number two. Oh, then yeah, that's not. That's not the most um, most realistic thing. I would not trade my number two prospect for Adam Duvall. Yeah, they probably wouldn't. But then again, who get, who just went for two high level prospects? Uh, they weren't really high. It was level, a pitcher. But it was a pitcher. It was a couple. It was a couple a, a few days ago. But a pitcher oh, um, who's like. Solid but not great. Luke Giolito might have been. I don't and know. I'm not I'm not comparing Duval to Giolito, but they're both yes. like that could get some value out of that. Potentially, but I I wouldn't trade my number two prospect for him. Um let me ask you yes, one true. other question. How about you package in Pavetta, who's been a very good long reliever? Trade so you Pavetta give up back to Duval Billy. Duval and Pavetta. Yeah. I, I Duval and Pavetta, and then you get whatever you get out of it. But I mean, are the are the Phillies really trying to compete right now? Is my question. Like are they really out there trying to kill it and go for well they are they're leading the division, I believe. Didn't I say? But yeah. So it's not um I don't know. I think I think Adam Duval would be a good bench guy. Uh, well, actually, they moved Bryce Harper to first, so technically, right field is kind of open. So you know, he could you could slide in and play right field. But in terms of, um, in terms of a bench outfielder for us, we got Ref Schneider. We're good. You know, we don't really need him. Well, uh, they have a lot. They have a log jam over there in the outfield, which is why I, I offer up that you give up Duval in the in a trade. Yes. yes. I'm more than fine with, and plus this team's just got to get younger. I- I'm sorry, I'm not a fan. If if you're going to be one of the oldest teams in the league, you got to be at least producing. This team's not in the playoffs right now. You got to be at least producing if you're going to be the oldest team in the league. Which I we, guess we aren't, but we're like top four, I believe. I mean, they're kind of old, but they're also kind of young too. Like Cassis is developing before our very eyes. Jaron Duran, 
Jaron Duran is starting to sell himself as an actual franchise center fielder right now. Duran is 26, though. I agree with you, but Duran's 26. He's not young. That's young he's enough. Prime. He's just entering into his prime. Right. So 20, 26 to 30, Those that's four years right there. And then once you are 30, you can still, as an outfielder, play reasonably well. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, of... they have... They have some pieces. They they've got some pieces. Cassis, Sedan, Rafaela is is producing on on the AAA level and on his way up. And then you got you got Mayer over in Double A, who's getting ready um, to get promoted eventually. I mean, he's he's yeah. having he's having some difficulties with developing, but I don't know. Like I I I disagree on the on the old part. Like they have some old like veterans, but at least the guys who they have are producing. Yeah, but if, if you look at the young guys on this team, there's not really many who you would say, I want him to be a legitimate centerpiece, right? I'm going to go through all the guys that are in the majors right now, 27 or younger. Tristan Casas, absolutely. Brian Bayo, Brian Bayo. I keep saying Brian, absolutely. Josh Brian Winkowski, mm, yes, no. He's fine. He's, he's not fine. a, a setup man, but he's a solid reliever. And also they have Schreiber, who's pretty good. Um, He's a good Um, setup man. Schreiber's 29. Chris Murphy, 25. Mm, Not really. Jaron Duran, yes. Raphael Devers, obviously. Tanner Houck, yes. Uh, Garrett Whitlock, yes. Verdugo, yeah. And then you got guys like uh, Mauricio Yovera, Cutter Crawford, no. Yu Chang, no. Connor Wong, no. So I, I just named four guys on our 26-man roster who are, yes, I want these guys as legitimate starters for my team. Those are the only guys we got. And then in terms of um, prospects, we have two, maybe three. Red Sox just lost. Of course they did in the 11th. Four to three. Mauricio <sighs> so Red Sox. Lovera. Mauricio the No. I, I expect victories, especially when you had a 3-2 lead going into the eighth. That is not acceptable. I'm not saluting to that. Also, <laughs> this guy, Mauricio Levera, they ju- they, he's their first acquisition in a trade, and he just blew a game. So, not happy with that. And this Who is the just Red another... Or the Giants. Oh. Yeah, that was the, the guy Sox. I was just talking about. The yeah. They, ju- they just acquired him. Um. And he, he had a one four two ERA in seven games, but he There's just blew phone. a game. So my phone's buzzing off about the <sighs> game. So yeah, not not great. But yeah, he he came in. Chris Martin did this thing. Richard Blear, who actually hasn't been having the worst of seasons, even though he's thirty six and trash. Um, update. Um, one of the other people we got to talk about, uh, Kike Hernandez trade. Which, if you guys follow Pesky Pole Nation, we have a full um, reel on that, on that full train. There's not much to talk about, but enough to fill a minute and 10 second long Instagram reel. Also for TikTok. But let me say this. Um, So apparently there was almost a different trade for Kike Hernandez. Which um, he was supposed to go to the Angels. Did you hear about this, Adam? KK Hernandez supposed to go to the Angels. I did not hear about that. But before he went to the um Dodgers, yeah, he was 
Um, this is after his first game in um, L.A. as part of the Dodgers. He admitted that – or no, this was um, during a recent appearance on the Foul Territory podcast. Um, he provided some breaking news about the Red Sox' initial attempt to trade him. He said, and I quote, yeah, I heard I was going to go to the Angels first. Hernandez said, at, le- at the last minute, the Angels said, no, we can't trade Shohei Otani straight up for Kike, so we're going to have to nix the trade. And he ended up on the Dodgers. I mean, then that's – it's just a joke. <laughs> but who – I mean, maybe I it wasn't even true, but – No, it wasn't even true, but that's that's just – That is pretty funny. That, that I can't – I, can't... <laughs> I That's I a, that's like a confidence thing shared. right there. Yes. I just – I felt like that had to be shared for – Kike, we're we're gonna the the one thing about Kike is he had such an amazing personality, right? His on the field production was not great this year, but his personality was awesome. So, I mean, it's you know, always been awesome. He was dancing with the with the Dodgers when he was when on his first game back. He's he's yes. a riot. Yes, he's 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 a funny guy. But just in terms of the the thing we care about a lot is the production on the baseball field, and he just wasn't providing that this year below average offensive numbers, atrocious defensive numbers. You know, his, his um, fielding numbers went all the way down to like 930 at shortstop. It was terrible when the league average is 980. You know, can't, can't handle that. When you're starting shortstops, making a, an error one out of 11 plays. Yeah. Um, before we get to our final segment, the one trade outside that we're going to talk about is the Max Scherzer deal to Houston, which is nuts that that's going to happen. Uh, a couple things that we need to go over. Number one, the 2023 Mets are an absolute failure. Adam, true or false? Yeah, true. They've. It's just how do you how do you fuck up a team that bad? Um, number two, the Texas Rangers are trying to build their team like the Houston Astros, which I can see. Not a lot, maybe one or two guys coming up through the system, but they're really buying into the free agency and um, trade. It's That's not the how, it's not how the Astros did it though. Uh, for to get. To that final, to get over the hump, yes. Once they started going out and trading for Justin Verlander and um, Garrett Cole and those guys, you know, yeah. What I mean? But that's that's not the free agency approach. That's that's building up your homegrown talent and then filling all the filling in the holes with free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say I'd say false because they they the, I mean, yeah, I'd say false. So apparently uh, the Mets will now pay about $35 million of Scherzer's salary for the next two years. And the Rangers will only pay about $22.5 million. Which you're paying a guy $35 million to get off your team. Which is actually really bad. And the last thing is um, good starting pitchers are costing a lot at the deadline. Yeah. 
which could be an actual thing. I mean, because the way this article puts it is they had to give up a top 50 prospect in the league for a 38-year-old who has an ERA above four. Not really. I mean, I understand, but it's Max Scherzer. Okay, this isn't just any starting pitcher who has an ERA of four. This is Max Scherzer. They did the same thing for Giolito, too. They gave up some significant players. Yes, and this article goes on to mention, if you want Justin Verlander, who has been fantastic for the last month, you're going to have to pay through the nose. If if you're the Cardinals, who have Jordan Montgomery and Jack Flaherty, um, it sure looks like they're going to you're going to get some good prospects coming your way if you're going to trade these guys. Oh, and the last guy that I wanted to mention that I almost jumped over. We didn't talk about Justin Turner, did we? We have not yet. The, He's been their best hitter, though. I'll keep it quick. The Red Sox have stated they are not going to trade Justin Turner. As Justin they should. Turner, as He's their best the hitter right now. Which I, I can agree with. I... I I'd be fine if he was traded. I'd be fine if he wasn't traded. They'd get a good they a lot of the veterans that they have, because they've been producing so well, they've they'd get a good haul. Especially Paxton with what how we just talked what we just talked about, how they're um these bit these pitches who are being dealt away are getting a good load. Yep. We'd get some pause. really good prospects for Paxton if they were to deal him. No, no pause on that. What? Okay. No, no pause because <laughs> I don't have a dirty mind like you, Robert. So, uh, yeah, it don't don't give me that look. All right, it's looking like um, Paxton's Paxton's on the board to be traded, but not Turner. It's looking like they're look they're shopping around Paxton, but not Turner. Okay with me. So, last thing we got to get into before we shut it off, and for the people still listening, I do apologize for this episode being. 24 hours late it's just one of the two of us woke up hung over on a saturday morning and didn't want to record a show so you know adam any comment why did you do that robert <laughs> you gotta handle your liquor a little better yeah okay yeah sure I'll, I'll keep that i'll keep that in mind for next time all right as you all know adam is a football guy and we are going to Give him a little challenge. Adam, you ready? Yes. You have 30 seconds to write down a list. So get out a um, notepad on your phone or whatever. Okay. We are going to do a draft of the NFL's of the best logos in your opinion. Best okay. logos. Best logos. You can look them up super quickly if you have to. Hang on. I just want to get a visual here. Yes. All of them? I'm ranking all of these? No, that's just, no, that's ridiculous. No, no, no I'll, Adam, I'll do like. Adam. And no, Adam, listen, listen. We're each getting five picks. Okay. So it's going to go you, then me, then you, then me, then you, then me. Okay. Okay. And we are going to see who can draft the better team of logos. Do you understand? Yes, I got it. Okay. So you have about 20 seconds to look up some logos as I tell the people. If you've listened this far and you're not following on Spotify or YouTube, what the hell are you doing? We got a big announcement coming up in the next couple of days. Right, Adam? Yes. Yes, we do. 
So we, I want you guys to go over to the Instagram, hit that follow button. That's where we are most active. So you never miss an upload. I always let Pesky Pole Nation know about it over there. And so you guys can be caught up, up to date on all of your Red Sox needs, including a couple of other really nice Red Sox podcasts out there. So, Adam, are you ready? Yes. Okay. So, Adam, because you are the guest, even though you've been on the show enough to be a host, I yep. will consider you a guest and let you have the first pick. With the first pick, Adam Wright picks. Hmm. I don't know. Himself already. I don't. I. I am going to go the Vikings. The Vikings. I think they have a cool logo. It doesn't translate on the helmet, but you got the Viking. It looks tough. Maybe the maybe the purple doesn't work that well, but. I don't. It's that's that's just such a iconic logo right there, the the Minnesota Vikings. I just think the I I would pick the Patriots, but I think they're too basic. Just the flying Elvis, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll go with them. Every, all all the other logos. There's a lot of like, the Bengals should go last. The just the tiger yes. the tiger no, pattern. No, the Browns should go last. The Browns too. Yeah, some great some great logos over there. LA is down there too. Yeah. All right. Take your pick. The the old the old Rams logo. Salute to that. Okay, that was a good logo. And then they fucked it all up. With my first pick, we are going to be rocking with the Carolina Panthers logo. I believe that with their colors, they're able to do a ton of really good color rush jerseys. And just the logo itself is pretty badass. So that's that's going to be my number one pick. Is going to be the Panthers. All right, for number two, give me the Steelers. Steelers, okay, okay, I I can see where you're coming from with that one. I think it's another iconic one. You got the it's the Steel City. You've got the stars in it, and all that stuff, the colors, and the. The black and gold is just iconic. The Steelers yes. are such a historic organization. They they're tied for the most Super Bowls in uh in league history. That's my team right there where I'm gonna I go the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so with me with the second pick, we're we're gonna we're gonna go with the hometown bias. Give me the Patriots logo. A little early, possibly. I just didn't want you to have it. And I still think it's a top five logo in the league. Okay. I'm going to veer off from the animals completely. And my next one is going to be, I completely just blanked on what I was going to say. Jesus. Uh, What what was I going to pick? Hang on, hang on. Yes, I'm going the Green Bay Packers. What? Find yourself a logo that is so iconic. It, I know it's just a G with a couple of with a few colors in it, but so iconic that everyone copies it. Everyone. Any any town, any town high school that starts with a G, they always have that exact one except with the colors in it. That's just that's just how it is gone. And you have that green on the helmet. It translates so well to the helmet. I just think the Packers have such nice uniforms. 
with the green G on the helmet, it just works. And it may say it may seem a little bit basic, but it's just it's one of those things that's been around forever. So it just works. Terrible pick. I'm, I'm sorry, that's that's atrocious that you would take the Packers when we're going logos draft. Yes. It's the nicest logos. Okay. My number three, I'm going with the one that you should have taken. Should have stayed with the animals. Rocking with the Seahawks. Once again, same reason. Badass logo. Beautiful color rush jerseys with the lime green. You know you love it. Don't don't say you don't, because I know you love that Seattle lime green. It's not bad. It just it's just the 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 gr- the letter just translates well on the helmet. No, it, it just lo- it yeah. looks it looks nice on the helmet. It's the same number, thing with the Giants. Number four. Number four. Mm. I'm gonna go with putting me on the spot here. I'll go with the Denver Broncos. Fuck. That's one that it has the ant. So I, I'm going back to the animals here. And it's one with beautiful orange and white colors that translate perfectly on the jersey. And the the this for, for a team that has a horse as its mascot, they make it look pretty badass. Like that that like literally that Broncos logo, the horse in it, looks like it's gonna trample some people. It looks like it has murder on its mind. <laughs> so I have the Broncos. Okay. First, first of all, you get you get a round of applause from me. That was going to be my next pick. I should have taken it third. I knew you were going to do that. But it the also the um the Broncos, for the people who don't know, has a little bit of lore behind it too. Because if you go into the uh, Denver airport, uh, if you're riding into it, they have a statue of a Bronco there with eyes that are red and it's I, it, I think it's called bluey no i can't remember what it's i can't remember the name of the statue but the story behind it is the guy who was paid to build the statue for the airport uh about three quarters away through building it uh the statue fell on him and killed him and then his son took over and his son put the red eyes in it's quite the way to go. All right, give me yes. your five. Give um, give me your five. Uh, my four. Four. So yeah, right. my four, I think I'm gonna rock with. Uh, this is a tough one. I have three teams that I really like. I'll give some love to Justin Tucker. Give me the Ravens. I think I I was gonna go a bird either way, but I'll I'll stick with the purple. You have two birds. I have two birds. Yes. I have a third there's, bird. there's just too many birds, which is why I have no birds on my list. And I have the Buffalo bills. Oh, oh. I think it's just, Top I think five? it's, I think it's just so cool that they, they named their team after a, they named it after a, uh, a historical figure for Buffalo bill. Yes. But the logo and, just, also, the Buffalo, the Buffalo logo is a Buffalo. I know, but it's not great. It looks pretty good. I like yeah. it. It's it's it represents their city as well. It's just a very rugged area. You know, it's you got the you got the fans who are very rugged themselves. You got Bill's Mafia. Just the Buffalo works for them. That's that Buffalo just, and I like the colors that they pick for it. 
it's just, it just represents such a rugged, cold weather team. It just works. So, with now that I notice you've picked all cold teams, I'll say that. So that is with true. My, with my final pick, Adam, I'm going to be a little bit of a traitor here. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles. Three birds on the list. The birds are all, way too. That's no. All very badass logos. I I think I have you beat here, but that's not up to me. That's going to be up to Pesky Pole Nation. It's going on the Instagram story. We're giving it 24 hours. You can vote for your own team, Adam. But we'll we'll see we'll see what Pesky Pole Nation has to say about which group of logos is better. Okay. Sure. So with that being said, Adam, you got any last thoughts you want to say to the people before we head off? Uh, nothing much. Go follow the Fumble Rooski podcast. You know, preseason is only a few days away, actually, with the home, with the uh, the uh, Hall of Fame game coming up this Thursday, mm-hmm. which is going to be fun. And then preseason and fantasy football drafts and opening day and Buffalo Wings. And Doritos, all of those great things coming. Fall is right around the corner. The only thing I hate about the fall, I love the fall. Fall is one of my favorite seasons. It's close between that and the summertime. The only thing I hate about the fall is that you just know that bad weather is right around the corner. Yes. But everything else about it, the the leaves turn the leaves turn certain colors, makes it beautiful. You can go apple picking, Thanksgiving, Halloween. You know, all all four sports play for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's one of the greatest seasons of all time. Beautiful time. All right. I have no complaints with that. Going out, going out with your boys and tossing around the football on October night, middle of Franklin, Massachusetts. It's a beautiful thing. Exactly. So with that being said, make sure you guys stick around and go follow us either on YouTube, Spotify, or Instagram. Instagram preferred because that's where you'll get most notifications keep updated on what pesky pole podcast is doing but with that we have a few interviews in the works nothing confirmed yet but we've gotten a couple of responses from some people who have been recently drafted by the red sox so hopefully those are coming up those boys are a little bit busy right now playing some rookie ball you know they got they got their own shit to handle and i'll be well well both of us will be on the side waiting for them to have a free hour or so We'll get an interview up for you guys so you guys get to see these new Red Sox rookies. That being said, thank you guys so much for listening or watching this episode of the Pesky Pole Podcast. God bless each and every one of you, and I'll see you guys next time. I lost my best friend to 23. She left her body and hovered above me. I saw no shadow. I looked around. Searched every building and home that I found. I saw no shadow. Felt a glow, the warmth inside me kept me afloat. Felt like heaven, I found my bones and gave me comfort when I feel alone. Now you're gone, I'm alone. I guess it's time to get better. Through the pain, I will go alone. If I fall, break my bones, I will scream even louder. I'm not dying alone
my best friend, she's 23 She left her body in Harvard above me Best friend. 